Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Blog Talk Radio. G's on the podcast. What's going on? How's everybody doing on this Sunday? 5 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Central time with Willa. And for whenever and wherever everyone else is listening around the world, how's everything going for y'all? Pretty good Sunday going on here, just relaxing. Uh, enjoying the Sunday before we kick off the week tomorrow. Yeah, just enjoying the day as much as anybody else. A whole lot of football going on Again, being the reason why we have this differentiated time scheduling coming for our live broadcasting. Whole lot, a whole lot of going on today. Especially in boxing, been going on a lot, a lot, a lot been going on this week. Looking for topics of the show today, it's like, where do we start? We have uh, a list of, of, of uh, topics that we could have started off with. Stuff in the ring, stuff out the ring. Um, what like what else is new? <laughs> As mentioned, just chilling here this Sunday, enjoying the pigskin being tossed around here. Currently, just um, wondering where the race will end between uh, the battle of the winless, but who's the new Browns? Being the Oakland Raiders and Arizona Cardinals. Both teams still are going to get on the W column. A little bit of a barn burner going on right now from Cleveland and Oakland. It's okay. OT. But, man, there's a whole lot to get to involved in, in everything going on throughout the week. I know we uh, missed the show beginning of our uh, midweek that we had going on. Time confliction, things always going down. But nonetheless, been a, a really good week. Had a fun time yesterday. Been up and at it early today. And I'm guessing we could have a, a really long conversation from everything that's going on and that we have to talk about because there's so much that's going on, as we mentioned. So why don't I just kick it to my co-host and see what's going on with my man Willard because we got a lot to talk about. So... um 
Let's take it to Houston and see what's good with my man D. Willow Wilson. What's good, man? How you doing today? Oh man, nothing. Doing good, man. Um, you know, Texans got their first win handed to them uh, by the dumbest coaching decision I've ever seen in my life. Um, you know, so that's a good thing. Uh, we're not. Uh, we finally got into the win column, as you say. We're not at the bottom anymore, feasting. So that's a good thing, man. Uh, besides that, a lot going on in boxing. Uh, I didn't really get to see too much boxing. Uh, saw the little fights that happened Friday. Uh, didn't catch out any Facebook action. Uh, I know one of the fights I think didn't happen. So, uh, yeah, man, a lot to talk about. I'm excited about getting it on, man. Oh, yeah. Congratulations to that Texans win, too. You guys are, you guys are out of the – the race for the new Browns. So it's just between two teams now. Y'all y'all good for that. But uh yeah man, let's start off with the biggest news this week because uh I know when uh, the news broke from Dan Rayfield at ESPN, um a lot of people were worried about the fight that people are really concerned about being the fight with Billy Joe Saunders and Demetrius and uh Andre having a middleweight showdown that's going on. We're a little bit worried. Some people felt vindicated, those people being the Mexican fans, that Billy Joe Saunders was bashing when he got in trouble for his clambuterol. Billy Joe Saunders was one of the most outspoken dudes in boxing when it was coming to Twitter fingers that day. So some people felt like this is what he had coming. And for me, skeptical eyebrow raised, as always. Dan Rayfield posted uh, via Twitter, ESPN senior writer, for those who don't know the Donut Eating Dan. Um, middleweight world title holder Billy Joe Saunders has failed a voluntary anti-doping association drug test for a banned substance, oxaloforine. Uh, uh, mm. A simulant multiple sources with, no- with knowledge of the test results told ESPN on Thursday Saunders is preparing for an October 20th defense against Demetrius Andre in Boston, but that is likely to be canceled, and Saunders is likely to be stripped of his 160-pound world title. Well, end quote. Three days ago, put out by by Dan Rayfield. Um, so as soon as I seen that, I was like, man, the the possibility of this one. Um, I mean, taking off really sucked, man. I mean, I, I I I was looking forward to the fight. For those who've seen the uh, little press conference they had, it was a lot of jawing at each other, funny stuff going on, funny funny press conference. Um, guys definitely selling the fights with the uh, charisma that they both obtained. You know, uh, pretty good stuff. But Billy Joe Saunders doesn't seem to be too worried about it at all. Had a couple of laugh emojis come out when uh, news broke, and <laughs> a lot of people were saying the deer antler spray, nasal spray that is, is not banned over in the UK. Matter of fact, it's a it's a spray that's not banned leading up to the fight, but it is banned on the day of the fight. Now, people can take that as it, however they may. But coming from one 
who also has nasal issues and uses nasal spray. <laughs> I'm looking at Billy Joe Sanders like, <laughs> no joke there. There's no joke there. Allergies are real, folks. And um, I'm looking at it like, I don't see what the big deal is. You had Victor Conti come out saying that whatever Billy Joe Saunders was popped for is 10 times stronger than what Canelo was originally popped for twice in Pondero. But Victor Conti, Dana White, eloquently puts it every chance he gets mentioned, is a piece of shit. Man's word is worth nothing. For those who don't know Victor Conti, he was behind the old Balco situation that had happened some many moons ago involving Barry Bonds for top of the list. He also had um, New Yorkers Gamboa when it comes to boxing and just a little bit of funny business going around any, any place that guy travels. So he's uh, almost like the Jose Canseco dropping dimes on guys. But I listened to what Victor Conti had to say in the interview. Didn't really strike me much as anything different from a, a, a Victor Conti begging for airtime, begging for quotes, begging for anybody who's willing to listen to the guy. He's made it out pretty good. He's made his money. He's got his money. But at the same time, Victor Conti just loves attention, just like anyone else in boxing. I'm looking at it like a witch hunt for Billy Joe Saunders because the fight will not be canceled. He will not be stripped of a world title. There's a very lucrative loophole and a lucrative deal going between these two because I think they're going to make some pretty good money for the both in this title fight that will be held in Boston, Massachusetts. And I'm going to play the role of one Chief Wiggum and say, nothing to see here, folks. Keep moving along. Well, uh, I know you've had no love lost for Billy Joe Saunders, but when you seen this news break out, I'm sure you had to have a little smirk on your face and uh, with the name of Billy Ho Saunders that you like to call him so often. What what it, What's your thoughts on this whole uh ins and outs of Billy Joe Saunders and his magical nasal spray. Well, you know, as usual, when when a fighter these this days get uh these days get popped, I it, I have no surprise. It's never a, a surprise. In fact, usually the guys that take it to the extreme, like Billy Joe Saunders, how he said, you know, Canelo didn't deserve the fight you know, because he tested positive out of the sport, you know, all that stuff. You know, when a guy's barking that loud, um, he's the guy, you know, he's the littlest dog. He's the guy that's, that's doing it, you know? So it didn't really surprise me. Um, and I don't know, you're saying the fight is going on. I don't, you know, I haven't really looked into it, but hopefully it doesn't because, you know, what they're saying is, doesn't there's a difference between banned and not tested for from what from what I like read in this little thing. So in Europe they've got the the 
post the before the fight and the during the fight are they like during training or after training or some kind of shit like that uh-huh. right different types of testing which means that uh you know they're not testing for that that uh substance you know doesn't mean that it's not necessarily banned because it it obviously is banned if you can't have it during the week of when they do the more stringent test so you know he just uh-huh. if they get out of that you know j- the ufc just pull some foolery where they let uh john jones back in the game uh usada i think that was usada was that vada i forgot maybe it was usada it was one of them they just pulled I some think foolery you think it's Vada also? Yeah. So yeah, they just pulled some foolery to get John Jones in the uh, back into fighting, uh, saying that he told on somebody. Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. But something real fishy happened, where you know they're bending the rules for for big money fights. And even though yep. these guys aren't really, I wouldn't say it was big money fight, but it was probably it's, it's, it's a significant fight. Significant money can be made. Uh, to get a little kickback from I think what what belt is this for? Is it for the WBO belt maybe? Um Billy Ho got one of them belts. Probably the WBO, I wanna say. Um so maybe some strings could get pulled for this. You know, it didn't it didn't surprise me. Um the fight if Andrade if if he accepts it, fuck it. You know, say you know, let the fight go on. If it was me and I was him, I'd say no, 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 strip that shit. I don't want you know. I'm listening to uh, Victor Conte and he's saying like this shit got gets you pumped, gets you stronger, faster. You know the way he's sounding like to him. So I'm not trying to fight a, a guy that's a uh, guy that I know has that kind of advantage. That's a mental. You know, now that you know he has it, that's a mental thing also, and it might be a physical thing if he's at, if if it actually helps him out. So, hey, you know, I'm I'm tired of I'm tired of uh, these guys getting extra special treatment. Billy Ho needs to be stripped, like he's like he fucking wanted, uh, like he wanted Canelo to get kicked out the game. You know, he needs to be stripped. He can fight his way back after he serves his suspension. But you know, nothing is surprising when it comes to any pro athlete, especially the second-tier athlete, to try to get on the the level of the big dogs. Now, since they haven't been testing, you know, so so the key word is, you know, we're saying they want to use this not banned again. The key word is they're not, not the key word, the key phrase is that they're not testing for it. You know, if I go, if I have, if I take the two-panel test, they're only testing for uh, heroin and cocaine, if I'm firing up weed, that don't you know that don't mean that I'm still not smoking something illegal. Just this one right here just had the uh, the two panel. You know what I'm saying? So that means Billy Ho, you know, he seems to be getting better. You know, at first I wasn't I wasn't um, really enamored with anything Billy Ho was doing, right? But then it seemed like his skills were getting better and better. Then he beat uh, who he beat Eubank, which was a superior athlete, supposedly is the superior athlete, but he came in there looking like he indeed was the superior athlete. Was this because he was taking deer antler spray the whole time until until uh, until the week of the fight? You know what I'm saying? Is it because he was uh, taking it to the nose and not the powder? You know, if it was the powder, I, would, I, I, I wouldn't even give a shit. But the deer antler spray the whole time, you know, is this what these UK guys are out there doing when they're on these British level 
of fights. Are they deer antler spraying it all the way to the week of till they know they can wash it out because it only lasts a couple of days in there? You know? Well, this, this brings up a whole bunch of stuff. You know, the U.K. is on the rise. Anthony Joshua isn't fighting anybody around the world. Is he taking, you know, what, what, what he's looking like a beast all the time? Is it because he's on the deer antler spray that they can take all the way until the week of the fight? You know what I'm saying? This opens a lot of, just, just a lot of doors. This is a, a, a conundrum to think. The U.K. is now, – now, they're nowhere close to as many belts as the USA has. Now, we know that. They're nowhere close. They had their run a couple of weeks, uh, a couple of years ago, but motherfuckers started dropping like flies. But there is an emergence of U.K. fighters, U.K. talent coming up, coming up in the uh, boxing ranks. Is it because they're able to take deer antler spray year-round and let, until it's the week of the fight? A lot of questions – Need to be answered Billy Ho Saunders has just Not only hold itself But he might have hold, hold the whole UK Boxing phenomenon That's happening right now It's obvious all these niggas Is cheating And I'm pissed <laughs> Strong words Will I expect nothing less Than just to recap one of those Things that you mentioned, um, Billy Joe Saunders is the WBO champion, which will be on the line because the former WBA championship that Demetrius Andres had um, had got taken uh, due to, uh, I believe it was missing out on some mandatories and things like that. So, um, but hey, it's a, it's a big fight as far as the hardcore fans go, and for something like this. Uh, to come up, it's really unfortunate, man, because uh, it's going to put a stain on it either way. You know, either way you look at it, similar to the the effect of when I was saying that. Uh, Janelle, I see you're on. Hold on with this. We'll get to you right now. Um, <clears throat> but similar to the fact that when I said that Canelo was with his fight in Golovkin, it was kind of a lose-lose situation because, uh, you know, if he won, they said, oh, it's because he had that computer and if he lost, it's because he was um, – you know, he definitely wasn't the same size as he was a year ago and some things like that. But I think that, look, man, I hear what you're saying, Willa. Uh, I don't think that, <laughs> just like I said about Canelo's tacos, where can I get some of those tacos? Because I'm trying to get chopped as that man was last year. I, I, I want to lose this neck and, and just be bulked up everywhere. Where can I find those tacos? Where can I get some of these nasal spray? that supposedly gives you all this energy and gets you hype. Victor Conti is, like I said, a man who can't be trusted with anything. Uh, responsibilities of a child, taking out the trash, getting the food out the freezer. He's hey, what did he lie about? Victor, what did Victor what Conti ever lie about? Doesn't he lie about I mean, I don't know the story. I just know just because... If dropping the dime may may make you a scumbag, but that might that doesn't make you a liar. See what I'm saying? He's just like you know, a you can be a horse. scumbag. Yeah, you could be the scummiest of the scummy, but that don't make you a liar. You know what I'm saying? So, oh no, know. definitely. Uh, no, definitely. I mean, I just think that it was kind of funny how Victor Conti um, was saying that this this is you know ten times stronger than what Canelo was taking. Like, I mean. Uh, it's crazy, man, because the the substance is banned 
out of competition by Vada. However, Wada and uh, UK Ada uh, permitted out of competition the day of, you know, but Conte, Victor Conti says that Saunders, Saunders signed an agreement with Vladicesti, which also is something that kind of raises the eyebrow, similar to what Canelo, it's a voluntary testing. Why would you, you know, do something when you're under voluntary testing? It's not like it was a surprise testing that came out of nowhere and, oh, fuck, you know, David Benavidez, cocaine in his system. It wasn't that kind of a thing. So, um, you know, it's a... Uh, um, Look, uh, I'll, I'll let Janelle get to it real quick, and I'll get to the exact quote to Victor Conti. But I just felt like Victor Conti was putting a little extra sauce on everything he was saying. Um, you, you made it seem like pretty much the way Victor Conti made it seem like was what, that Billy Joe Saunders was taking the steroid needle in the nostril instead of in the ass or something like that. So I, I listened to his statement, and then I seen Dana White came out with a statement following up because Dana White always had something to say about Victor Conti, but. Um, just a whole lot of nonsense coming from those from from Victor Conti. In my opinion, looking like uh, a little bit of an attention seeker. Anytime some sort of substance gets brought out, similar to the effect in football, whenever there's some sort of questionable play that the referee is going to review, they go to uh, I forget the man's name, but the former uh, head of the NFL officiating uh, and the rules committee. Like uh, Victor Conti is the expert. <laughs> so uh, uh, when it comes to banned substances and has this great take on everything like that, I don't know. It just seems to me like he's uh, uh, just a guy looking for a paycheck whenever he can talk about somebody and situations like this. He wasn't the uh, – uh, he said a lot of things about Canelo and Computer as well. But, you know, it, it's all about what you – look, I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to pretend I'm a doctor. But from what I see with this, this whole nasal spray right here, to me – Hey man, there's there's a lot of things that you could get at the GNC local uh, workout man store, you know, that are going to be banned on and on that list of banned substances. But um, you know, it just seems silly to me that this nasal spray is going to get you extra hype. Have you doing more reps? I mean, you basically saying steroids. Uh, it, within the confines of a nasal spray, which is uh, it's really foolish to me. I, I, I'm not buying it. Billy Joe Saunders on this, and they need to stop this witch hunt. And people are just looking for an excuse to get this guy any kind of heat. But that, let, let's see what Janelle has to say because I, you know Willa likes to uh, Willa likes to say big surprise whenever Janelle's going for the UK fighter over the the American black man. So I don't know how he feels about this fight. I don't think we really talked about this fight uh, with, with Janelle up until this point. But, Janelle, I know you're rocking with us, and I know you heard about all this news that's been going on with Billy Joe Saunders, name being thrown around in the dirt, dragged under the bus, um, and another gypsy being talking about uh, being a dirty fighter. We all know that Tyson Fury had his allegations, and uh, we all know that Huey Fury had his allegations. And now we got Billy Joe Saunders, another gypsy under the line of fire. The line of fire. Janelle, your thoughts on this whole Billy Joe Saunders and his magical nasal spray? Hey, well, hey, man, it's like Willow was just saying just a while ago. I mean, I mean, we don't know. I mean, you can't even be surprised with these fighters. I'm waiting for professional athlete today to take any kind of thing from upper hand. I mean, so much money on the table. Yeah. I'm sure you feel a certain way about it, Janelle, because you know you being in the 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 the, the, the combat sports game, it, it can't be surprising. I'm sure. 
I mean, it can't be surprising anymore. It's like you can't even be surprised anymore, man. It's just like, it's, it's, I don't know, guys are going to do what they do. It is what it is. Right. It's like John Jones recently came out and said about how he never used, but then he's talking about how um he snitched other fighters using. So it's like, okay, now, if you didn't know that you was dirty, how you my other guys didn't mean dirty or whatever? You know what I mean? So, so it's just like, come on, man, you know the situation by other guys, but yet you claim that you unknowingly took it or whatever. So it's like, come on, that's bullshit. Al, you can't be surprised anymore, man. I mean, all combat sports are so taxing on the human body. It's so much taxing on you. And guys, you know, it's hard to get out of bed in the morning, so they're going to take something. It is what it is, man. Guys are going to take something, I guess. I guess we can't even be surprised anymore. I mean, so now let's see how he looks or without. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean let's see what's going to happen now. Uh, that uh, He basically got caught. Well, let's see how he looks now. And uh, let's see how he looks. Uh, no prediction for the have- fight because, again, I don't know. I don't know exactly how long the guy has been using, and if he's been using for a long time, so, so you don't really know the or the real him, and we'll find out when he fights in Jordan. So it's like you know what I'm saying. So I, mean, I can't even call on the guy anymore. I mean, I can't even call and say, "Oh, this is how he's gonna look and such and such." You know what I mean? Because you don't know if he was dirty back then. So you know what I mean? For sure, I'm with you, man. Did you? I mean, uh, whenever someone gets popped or something like this, or or there's allegations being thrown out from a, a, a failed drug test or anything like that. Yeah, I'm I'm never really one of those guys who's surprised because I, Janelle, I, I hey I RC that. Janelle sounds a little down, man. You know he's a really <laughs> he was really pro Billy Ho for a long time. You know I always say if the guy if one guy speaks with the uh, English accent <laughs> and the other has a little ebonics, Janelle is always gonna go for yeah. the English accent. He was a big fan of just. He was a big fan of Billy Ho. Sounds like you're a little down, man. You okay? No, I wasn't the biggest like fan. Of, I wasn't the biggest fan of, of Billy of Billy Ho. Of Billy he was Joe. a huge fan. I like I'm his skills, you, man. But I'm, I'm saying, on the same note, I've always said that he got Jacobs. He didn't want to no punch Jacobs. It was obvious because he bitted himself out by how he wanted five million on them when he wasn't getting five million. And, and I mean, I'm, come on. I'm the guy had a good. I'm the guy has a good skill set. I'm mean, he can't deny that. I mean, the guy can move away yeah. and makes guys miss where he can put a boxing clinic. I mean, it's what it is. I mean, that's not easy. But on the same note, I'm not sure if he was dirty back then when he was, you know what I'm saying? So, so hey, let's see how the guy looks now. But I'm not upset. I mean, it's hey, just. Hey, well, remember uh, when me and you first met? Remember when me and you first met, Janelle? You sort of pushed me because you like, hey, you can't be calling Bill, uh, Billy Saunders Billy Ho. You were sort of upset about that, dog. <laughs> I thought we got the box. Nah, come on, man. You bullshit. Now you like that. Now you bullshit. Now I'm saying, man, the man had a good skill set. That's what it was. We don't know if he was dirty back then, so I got to see what he is now. It's just hard to make. A, it's hard to make a calling because and you don't know. I mean, there was this. There was like maybe three fights ago. I'm saying that's when he started because there was a turn in Billy Joe Saunders. Because when I first watched, oh, you're right, you're right, I, you're I, right. I, I really wasn't impressed. But then I started watching. You know, I still call him Billy Ho, but I I had to give him props. Like, all right, this guy's looking good. You know, he's out yeah, here. Yeah, You know, he's look he's looking real good out there. That might have been three three fights ago. So you know, yeah, like you're I right, said, you're you right, know, you're right. Because he's put on clinic. He's like, damn, he's just like, yeah. Oh, you're right. You're absolutely right about that. I can't I can't argue that. So. I see how he looks now that he's going to be off the shit. He's still going to duck Dan Jacobs. He's not fighting Jacobs. I mean, it is what it is. I'm, I'm not I'm not so sure. I'm with you, though, Janelle. I'm a little down and out about Billy Joe and this, and this uh, failed drug test as well, even though he seems to be the one guy not really worried about it, kind of laughing it off. Think, um, 
I, I think that um, it's because he got caught. It's, it's like when a fighter hits another fighter with a clean shot, and they kind of smirk and they laugh because he got caught. <laughs> Same shit here. Yeah, I got caught. That's who tried smirking up. I got caught. It just is what it is, man. Yeah, no, I hear you. He, uh, I, I think that Billy Joe Saunders took it to his uh, uh, Instagram account, posting an uh, email from Frank Warren, uh, basically kind of uh, uh, giving him the uh, benefit of the doubt that this is, you know, all hogwash and things of that nature, kind of how I was a little bit alluding to it. I, where I, I, I'm not buying that this is a, a end-all, be-all, like bottom-line definitive saying that this is a, a steroid that's going to give you those en- enhancements for advancements and things of that nature. But um, I, I was just like, I, I, when I heard about it, it, was, uh, it wasn't surprising to me because I have that thought in the back of my head I was saying earlier that I think everybody is doing a little something. It's all about who gets caught similar to any sort of uh, athletic competition, um, you know, unless it's some bullshit like golf or something like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh uh, however, however it may be, actually, even uh, golf guys get knocked up, <laughs> or guys get popped. Because keep in mind, as you get older, man, uh, and you get back spasms, and, and guys want to recover a lot faster. Say so you shit. I mean, it's what it is. So, so, hey, even in golf, guys be getting caught, man. Even in golf, guys be using. Trust me. Well, that, well, that, that you'll be surprised. Every, you'll be surprised. Every sport, then. Yeah, that goes for every sport, then. Because I mean, yeah. As every athletic competition, there's always somebody looking uh, to get the edge and, and things of that nature. So, hey, it, it is what it is sometimes. But hopefully that, the, uh, uh, as I said, I think that the, the percentage of this fight continuing uh, is very high. Um, I don't think that they're going to cancel this fight because of uh, something that's not listed as banned over where Billy Joe Saunders is at in training at compared to over here in the States and how things are just uh, a little bit different. Some people might look at that as a loophole. Um, you know, or or others can look at it as, as a, a a different way from that. I think it's all about which side of the spectrum you're on as a boxing fan and how you feel about certain things. Um, because uh, you know this is something hey, what the hell are you talking change. about, RC? Hey, we can hear the Billy Joe Saunders in you. What the hell are you talking about? He failed the drug what? test. What do you mean loopholes? What do you mean one side or the other side? He failed the it's bottom not, drug test not. that he signed. <laughs> hold on, hold on. He signed his mm-hmm. name on the dotted line. The thing is on there. It's not like the. It's not like they just added this to the to the list. The list was there. There's no mistake. What are we talking about? He got popped. Well, well, it's not banned. Uh, look, let me let me ask you something. If it is banned, fool. That's why he got called. Not in it's the banned. UK. It's, it's not banned, banned over on his side. He signed, he signed the VADA contract. You know how people be like, hey, I'm going to sign the VADA contract. People are like, hey, when is Canelo going to sign the VADA contract? People are like, hey, I'm going to go ahead and sign the VADA contract. People know what the VADA contract is. They know that they're getting into something a little more steep than they have <laughs> been before. That's why they got to mm-hmm. prepare. That's why they got to get ready. So he signed it. He signed it, man. You and Janelle, you Billy Joe Sonder, uh Billy Ho fans, man. Y'all are y'all are out of control. <laughs> nah, come yeah. on with that bullshit. Yeah, yeah, stop it. You're just a you're just a Billy Joe hater on a witch hunt for a guy <laughs> who's reaching a little bit. You're reaching. That's all that is. Like I'm reaching. So else. did he fail that test? So he didn't fail the drug test. Well, hello. You know. Well, you know. Yeah. Uh, hey, if you were fighting somebody somewhere else outside of Texas and 
they say, hey, you can't take this stuff that you're taking that's perfectly legal in Texas. Is there really any? Is there any really? Uh, is there really anything done wrong? If a tree falls in the wood, nobody hears it. Could it really fall? Yeah, I think so. I think like that's like if you're. That's just like any other contract that you that you don't that you don't read. You know, I didn't read the contract, but I'm sure that if I try to get out of my <laughs> my uh, mortgage, <laughs> if I'm sure like, hey, you know. The last guy I was fucking with, the loan shark that I was fucking with back in the day, if I, I could just pay them this and this, and I would, you know, that's how it had to go down. But now that I'm with the big dogs that I know, I know the rules change, man. Hey, I don't want to hear there it. You, go, you know, you're saying, like, like, hey, no reach. There's no reach. He failed for the banned substance list. That's the bottom line. Anywhere else, he's getting oh, hit. Wow. Now, like you said, oh, hey, wow. like I said, if Andrade wants, if Andrade wants to fight him, if he feels that he can he can beat him on or off it, let let it happen. If he doesn't, it's no. I wouldn't. He should get stripped. That's how I feel. I think he should get stripped anyway, and you let Andrade decide if he wants to fight him for the belt. But I don't know. I need to look at the history of what happens when uh, guys when champions fail the drug test. I I can't remember the last time. I'm sure it happened. And I'm, I guess they just keep their belt. I really, I really don't remember. Uh, I know Canelo wasn't the champ when he got busted. Uh, usually, when people get usually when people get busted, they get suspended and they be, and they relinquish the belts, right? I mean, I think that's what usually happens. So, mm-hmm. uh, so we'll see. I think I'm not reaching here. I don't really care what happens. We just got to keep it real. Your boy got caught. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. He's a cheater, well, and now and I, and I believe they're all even. Well, we do know because it came out that he failed the drug test. I mean, I mean, come on, y'all sound like you sound like Donald Trump right now. You don't know about the facts that are in your face. Come on, man. Now, well, like I I'm said, I think they're all cheating. But when you get caught, you get caught. You got to suck it up. And and Janelle, don't yeah. fall for the. Uh, don't fall for the narrative that John Jones is snitching on his on his boys. Don't fall for that narrative until you see some proof. I don't know. You ever heard John Jones talk? He seems like he'd be the guy that dropped dimes on his boys. But that's neither here nor there. I, I, well, I, okay, it might have been on the list for uh, that something that's not allowed over in this part of the state or this part of the pond, I should say. But uh, I don't know, man. I mean, it's not like, you know, um, it's not like we've seen uh, Billy Joe Saunders have a body transformation. Like some people who've got popped for dirty substances that was involved with uh, uh, a little bit of, uh, some time ago before Seagull to Mile. I can't remember the guy's name, but, you know. Uh, but Billy Joe Saunders, this is just a, hey, in, in boxing, you could talk to Mike Tyson and he'll tell you about his deviated septum. Maybe Billy Joe Saunders is using this nasal spray to open up uh, uh, waves that he can't breathe through on a, on a certain percentage of one of one nostril. You know how those nasal sprays are sold at your local uh, Walgreens and things like that for people who have uh, uh, congested uh, nostrils from whether it be allergies and things like that. So, hey, like I said, I'm not a doctor, and I'm not going to try to pretend to be one. But all I know is it's banned over here, but over there it's uh, just as what we compare being American as apple pie and wrestling over here. Uh, I don't think Billy Joe Saunders is, is, has this magical nasal spray 
that just gives him these superpowers. I mean, come on, man. I, I, to me, it sounds like a little bit of a reach. And, and hey, I don't have a dog in the fight. I like, I like, I like Billy Joe Saunders, and I like uh, Demetrius Andre. So it's not like I'm picking a little a favoritism here in this situation. I think that you know he's a uh, a guy who has a bad rep being a gypsy. You know he's uh, been talked about for throwing chicken at Deontay Wilder and, and all this other nonsense. There's always somebody looking for something to get on Billy Joe Saunders about. But I'm telling you right now, if it was such a bad substance and it was so illegal and it's ten times more powerful than the clambuterol that Canelo got popped for, this fight wouldn't even be considered about being uh, being still on the table for the fight that they're going to have in Boston. It'd be thrown out immediately, just like Canelo's fight was damn near thrown out immediately. I don't. I, I know that <clears throat> he might face a fine or something like that, but as far as everything else, I think the, the fight's set to go, and I think people need to let go of the hate in their heart for Billy Joe. Hey man, I'm looking at pictures of Billy Joe right now. I'm just. I'm, he looks I'm, like you a know, normal guy, right? Here. He looks like a. He looks like a. Nah, nah, guy. nah. He, he doesn't. Yes, yeah, he last looks time like. A, I checked, he looks like Tim Bradley. Shape. He looks like oh no, but he is. He looked like he was he was in shape, you know, oh, growing up. But now all of a sudden, this boy, his last picture, he looks like he looks like Canelo, don't? So I, you know, we see it. We saw what happened. <laughs> I mean, we we see what's going on here. These UK fighters are able to cheat till the week of the fight. That's why they're. That's why they're being. Hey, it's a base. what you mean you don't know about that? We just heard it. We just heard that they do not test for this until the week of the fight. And the scientists approve a man now a man that doesn't want to tarnish his his um his PED name. Uh, maybe a scumbag. Yes, a guy that is a scum guy, a scummy guy that'll snitch on everybody to save his own hide, right? That's a scumbag. Yep. But a guy that hasn't really told any lies. And a guy who probably still makes money on the PED scene because he is the, uh, the, the, I, I don't even know. I'm trying to figure the Rockefeller of PEDs. He is the man, mm-hmm. right? So, so he's not going to put his credit on the line by lying to you, to us about how strong this stuff is. He's telling us 100% facts. He knows what you had to say. He even lets you know what it was. Exactly. He gave the name of it, like Red Shot, or I forgot what he said back then. He's like, back in the day, it used to be this, then it turned to this, now we got this. He lets you know exactly what it was, lets you know what it do, open those blood cells up, have you feeling like the Hulk, he said, giving guys unlimited strength, uh, unlimited, uh, unlimited, um, uh, uh, unlimited, like, uh, respiratory Effect, yeah, stamina, you know, that it's a, just unlimited everything. Better your eyesight, your hearing. This is like some kind of super serum that this guy oh, was trying to come take. come on. Do you understand? These guys are out here oh, yeah. being able to take super <laughs> serum. These UK fighters are out here being able to take super serum until the week of the fight. Wow. Just think about oh. that when you look at this guy. Mm. When you look at this guy, Anthony Joshua. All of a sudden, this boy was super lean last fight, looking like looking the best he's ever looked. Could it be because he's on super serum until the week of the fight? Come on, man. These guys have uh, been cheating the whole time. Wilder, wild, uh, I hope that Wilder signed with the Vada. I hope they got. I hope it's Vada 
because uh, any of this UK nonsense, they're cheating. And they've just been caught, man. Mm, uh, maybe if there's a big body transformation, because as far as well, some of the details uh, describe things of this uh, nasal spray, all of a sudden you get spider senses. Hey, all remember of a sudden Lance you climb on walls. Yeah, what about him? Okay, no body transformation. He was just doing the impossible. He was a ripped old man. That guy was chopped. Like, I mean, I don't really see too many old yeah. guys ripped like that riding bikes and shit. Um, like, they all, uh, you can see it. No, uh, not necessarily. I, look, me and you, we catch wrestling from time to time. Now, Brock Lesnar made some recent appearances, and he's signed up with the with the VADA test and getting ready for his UFC fight coming up. And there's a big difference in Brock Lesnar this year compared to, I mean, Brock Lesnar right now opposed to what he looked like when he was getting ready for his UFC fight against, I believe, Mark Hunt was the guy when he tested dirty uh, for those high levels of uh, – of his advances that he had. And, I mean, he looks like a really slim, big dude now. So, I mean, there's got to be a, a, a noticeable change. And I just think Billy Joe Saunders always looked like the same guy for a really long time. So, I'm not buying I'm not buying the witchcraft serum stuff that everybody's throwing up, uh, out and about. I think Billy Joe Saunders is, hey, we don't know what he's using the spray for. Maybe, like I said, he might have, you know, um, he might have some deviated septum issues and things like that. But I'm not gonna just throw the book right away off some Victor Conti nonsense and and you know the the oh it's legal here but it's not legal there so it's not really a test but it is a failed drug test but uh, just just too much line stepping for me in this whole situation I'm just I'm just hoping to see this fight happen still and as far as the way I'm looking at it and reading about I say that the fight is a, a pretty much a 90% chance of being a ghost still so is it really that much of a dirty drug test or is it really a dirty drug test? Is it really 10 times stronger than clambuterol? Is it really giving him superpowers? I'm leaning towards the no side, but I'm not a doctor, like I said, and I'm not going to try to pretend to be one, and I'm not going to listen to what Victor Conti has to say because he's a flat-out liar. Hey, man, well, hey, I don't know if the fight's going to happen. If it, If I was Andrade, like I said, I would do my research myself and see exactly what he got caught for and what it really does. Sure, you can just look it up, see exactly what it what it does for you, and then make a decision from there. Do nothing. If he, you've already looked it up? No, it don't do nothing. I, I've seen enough. All right, so, right, yeah, okay. Well, I don't know. Conti, I'm going to go with the, I'm going to go with Conti over, over you, though. But, hey, but that's neither here nor there. What I'm just saying what I would do is look it up that's not really, make, it do, that's make, not a, good. make a smart decision. You don't want to fight uh, a, a world-class fighter, a guy that could be a world-class fighter on enhanced drugs, and you know about it. He is a world-class Make it class an even fighter. playing field. Well, we, maybe. He might be. He might be on some kind of, uh, some kind of super serum, and he ain't really that good. Oh, come, and he's, well, barely well, beating, well, he's barely beating boys. <laughs> he's barely beating boys on that, so he might not be that good. So we'll see. Like uh, like um Come on. like Janelle said, we're gonna have to see. So if I was Andrade, I would look it up. I would do some research, and I'll make an educated an educated move from there. Not fighting the guy that I think might have an advantage. Oh come on, man! Well, you make it seem like 
like uh, Billy Joe Saunders is a, like the Ninja Turtles when they're just little baby turtles, and, and then they start going in that green ooze, and next thing you know, he turn into fucking ninjas and shit. Like, come on, man, you can't. It, 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 I, I think that the 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 media has blinded you and got you fooled, just like they got fooled everyone else. Just a little bit of added. Uh, I I wouldn't say any pressure, but you know the lines of of uh, added drama into this fight, a little bit of extra scrutiny going towards Billy Joe. Coming to America, you know, um, uh, Demetrius Andre isn't really the biggest star over here, even though he's a damn good boxer. You know, maybe just a little bit of uh, a little bit of extra uh, dramatic features added to this fight might do it better for numbers wise and things like that. So I think it's just it's just just a little something that's a, a whole lot of nothing thrown extra into this fight. Now, if we see. Um, leading up into the fight, a change in Billy Joe Saunders where he looks like a little more skeletal or looks a little bit more chubby, pudgy, uh, leaded up to it, then, yeah, you know, we could, we could throw some, some more of those. Uh, uh, we could throw a little bit of those stones and, and put out some more accusations. But, you know, I, I guess from what it looks like right now, it's uh, uh, Billy Joe is a guy who is uh, living in a glass house and throwing stones for things he said about Canelo, and then all of a sudden he gets popped for this super, super fucking – uh, 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 super illegal, just nonsense that's going to turn him into a goddamn superhero character. So, um, I think it, I think, uh, uh, I stand where I stand with it, and I, I'm looking at it like can't be that big of a deal because I don't see how that th- sort of thing, uh, would give you so much of an advancement. But hey, as the time goes by, looking into it a little more, it's still three days new, three days fresh. So I'm sure uh, more things will come out, and we'll see what, what else is going on about that. But um, moving along, we'll figure out how that works out later on down the road. But moving along, um, so December 1st, scheduled to have four fights on a Wilder Fury pay-per-view. I hear that they want to get uh, possibly get Luis Ortiz on that card. And uh, just to add to the stack undercard that they're going to have for that. Um, but also during the day, they're going to have your boy, Willa, Adonis Superman Stevenson, uh, going to be fighting against uh, Alexander Vacek. Defending his belt. Title. And lineal super middleweight supremacy. Say all that, man. Give this man his respect. Mm, yeah. Supremacy and... And you know, uh, <laughs> uh, champ. yeah, I guess you if know. it was Fury, you know, when guys like Fury are the lineal champ, everybody are the fake lineal champ. I do not believe Fury is the lineal champ, but everybody you know, he's a real is. Champ. So, no, he retired. Once you retire, you give up every fucking thing. That's what retire means. When you retire, mm-hmm. you give it up. Hey, remember that's, what, remember that's remember that's what Brian Kenny was telling Floyd Mayweather when he first retired and came back. But I ain't no former pound-for-pound number one. You retired, Floyd. That's what happened. Nah, ain't nobody beat me. But, yeah, there's a yeah. – Fury's got that same that's Floyd argument pound. when it comes to that's that. Up to, no, 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 no. No, that's pound-for-pound. Pound. Yeah, you don't have – you can yeah, come back pound-for-pound. Pound. No, 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 no. There's one thing that has parameters and one thing pound-for-pound, pound, which is just made up. There's one thing with parameters, one thing that made up. He's not the lineal champion. But you know who is the lineal champion of uh, Super – uh, what are they, super middleweight champion, is Adonis Stevenson. So, yeah, he had his first fucking, he had his first mandatory. 
Maddox's first mandatory fight in five years against, and a fight that I think he lost against your guy, but dude, against Jack. Jack. So yeah, why should, why should I give him all this adulation when he's been a scrub his whole for the last five years, hiding from Kovalev and and you know just staying away from guys like Ward and fighting all the little small guys here and there. Donna Stevenson, that guy's been fuck boy of the year for like what three years running during his five year span of having nothing but voluntary defenses. He's not a real champion, man. Especially the way he looked with after that fight with Badu Jack. Badu Jack put the mitts on that boy. <laughs> but okay. Hey, okay. Maybe but he is the lineal champion. You know. We can move yeah, on. Yeah, you know Badu Just Jack. Just wanted to make sure we gave him. I think I have a body jack beating him, but he is an old dude. He is an old guy. He is an old guy, well, you so, know. you know. You don't know, name me like, I'm fun of him because I'm old, dude. Yeah, I mean, hey, body jack should have got him out of there. That's what happened. That's what happens when you let when you let an old guy. Weren't they in? Were they in uh, Canada? Yeah, I believe they were in Canada. That's what happens when you go somewhere and let an old guy hang around, man. You get draws. Lineal yeah, champ. Yeah, you're right. I just wanted to put the respect on that man. Put the respect on that man's name. Lineal champ. Uh, he might have. I don't know what belt he has. I think he has a belt. Probably WBO some week. Yeah, I think the. Uh, I think uh, uh, Stevenson holds that green strap. Uh, that WBC title, oh, yeah, but it's gonna he, be. Uh, it's, okay. Yeah, he's got that green strap. More legit. Uh, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Well, I guess, you know. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm just here to speak back to today, man. Oh, uh, just for today? Okay. <laughs> so, sources have confirmed to BoxingScene.com that Showtime will likely televise the Adonis Stevenson Alexander Voschek light heavyweight title fight live on the network immediately preceding the start of Wilder Fury pay-per-view show that night. The bout between Quebec Stevenson, 29 victories, one defeat, one draw, which should have been a loss, 24 knockouts, the WBC 175-pound champion, and Ukraine's Vacek, 15-0 with 12 knockouts. The mandatory challenger for Stevenson's title. And lineal. Okay. Please. The mandatory challenger for Stevenson's Lineal title and the WBC interim lightweight and <laughs> light heavyweight championship will be broadcasted. The Wilder fight, the Wilder Fury fight for the WBC heavyweight title will headline Showtime's pay per view event from Staples Center in Los Angeles, which I will be attending. The Wilder Fury pay per view card will begin right after the Stevenson Bocek broadcast ends on Showtime. ESPN.com was the first to report Showtime's plan for Aaron Stevenson Bocek. So, we're going to have the linear WBC champion, uh, Adonis Stevenson, going to be getting it on with Alexander Botchek, <clears throat> a guy that Nino Celic and Patty used to really rave about back in the day on, uh, uh, whenever they were around. <clears throat> they, used to, they used to rattle and rave about this guy. So uh, legit record, 15-0 with 12 knockouts. Uh, finally, another mandatory for Adonis Stevenson, who might be on his way out the back door. Um <clears throat> It seems like Showtime's really loading up for this fight because um, we, we've heard that the, uh, what was it, Abner Morris and Tank Davis, um, who was the other undercard that was going to be on the Fury Wilder uh, card that was another big fight, I believe it was, uh, I want to say, it was, uh, uh, who was it? Um, fuck, I can't remember. It was another big name, though. <clears throat> I'm having a little bit of brain fart right now. But 
Uh, I know that they want to add uh, Luis Ortiz on that card as well, get another heavyweight on there, see how that works out, because we all know that uh, contracts with uh, or negotiations with Wilder and Joshua are not looking too good right now. Um, you know, I think that uh, Joshua's given Wilder uh, – Joshua's team is giving Wilder's team um, a deadline until December <clears throat> to get their fight going on. But uh, reportedly it's been uh, 65-35 in favoritism of the lion's share, Anthony Joshua, and Deontay Wilder pretty much came out and said he ain't having none of that. So doesn't look like that one's happening anytime soon unless something, you know, dramatically changes Somebody's over time. Somebody's fighting Morris. Oh, my bad. You said Javante yeah, that's Davis, Davis is fighting Abron Morris. Then who's mm-hmm. the other guy? It's another Mexican guy fighting. Yes, it is. Right? It's another Black Mexican versus fighter. Mexican cat. Yeah. I, I remember that. I believe so. Uh, I, I couldn't remember exactly who it was off the top of my head. I know it's a uh, it's another like if we're gonna tell the average boxing fan, they'd probably be like, "Huh, who, who the hell's that?" But uh, it's definitely a uh, it's oh, definitely oh, one oh, for oh, the oh 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 my man. We got it. bum. Russell Jr. Right? It's Russell Jr. fighting. Ah, uh, Gary. Is that who was? That's right. Yeah, that's who's gonna. Yeah, that's he's right. fighting Gary uh, Russell Jr. He's fighting somebody. Man? All right. Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? He's fine. I gotta, I gotta check this out. But um, uh, uh, yeah, we're looking for that right now. But yo, anyways, talk about having uh that stat card with a with a possible Luis Ortiz in the mix. Um, following up for a while, following up for the lead up to Wilder and Fury. Um, but you get uh Adonis Stevenson during the game against Alejandro Vacek, and uh, we all know that Adonis Stevenson is a you know the one hand bandit, but um, you know he can still he still has uh, he still has that big fight capability in him at times. Um, I think the uh, Badu Jack fight that he had, it really started off slow, but once it started picking up steam, turned out to be a really damn good fight. Uh, even though Stevenson showed his age as far as when fatigue came into factor and how much uh, how much resistance was put on the table for giving and taking. Uh, it was more evident than ever in the career of Adonis Stevenson. So, um, you know, I think uh, we'll get to see a little bit more, get a couple more uh, questions answered as far as where Stevenson is uh, and how he's looking moving forward or any others in the uh, in the division that's going to challenge him. We'll see. We'll see how that works out. But uh, looking like a loaded December 1st, well, uh, I think uh, oh, Al Heyman's uh, really putting together something really nice uh, to combat the competitors that he has in the game nowadays as far as ESPN, top rank, the uh, zone, and everybody and everybody who seems to be getting more and more pieces of the boxing pie. Uh, pretty loaded card, though. I think it's uh, it was uh, really smart because when I seen that this fight was being uh, put on that same day, I was like, wait a minute. They're not going to have this fight around the same time as a, as a Showtime pay-per-view. Like, so pretty smart that they're going to have this one come on right before a little a little bit of boxing prelims, but it's uh, involved with the light heavyweight champion and the lineal WBC light heavyweight champion of the world, Adonis Stevenson. Uh, I know, um, I know you're going to be uh, looking forward to that uh, that get up. I mean, that's going to be uh, the setup while you got everything queuing on the grill and and all that good stuff. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. December first looks like it's going to be a really big day for boxing, and we're going to have boxing pretty much 
for a good portion, I'd say for about maybe four to five hours of boxing on, on that December 1st date. You looking forward to this one that they uh, announced? Oh uh, yeah, I, I mean, yes, yeah, a good a good day of boxing, like you said. Um, shout out to our boy JP. Listen to his uh, latest show on uh, relatively black and fat on a uh, blog talk radio with us. Uh, he's he's gonna he's gonna be out there. You say you're gonna be out there. I might try to get out there for this one, man. You know, I always love coming to to LA. My little brother's out there. You know, Southwest flights ain't really, you know, they ain't really shit. And I got these Hilton points, so I might pop out there. We'll see how it all goes. I am I'm, I'm going to Omaha to check out the Crawford fight. So you know that's uh, in October, November, December, back to back like that. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. But hey, man, good night of fighting. So uh, I didn't see the whole announcement. Did they say it's coming on before the paper pay per view? Are they gonna like? Are they coming on before the fight? They're gonna like pause it, go go out there and show show the fight. You know what I'm saying? Because that's going to be pretty early. They're fighting in Quebec, maybe. Oh, yeah. You know, that's going to, you know, I don't know. That's going to be pretty early. Is, is that what they said they're going to do just before the pay-per-view period? Like at 7 yeah. o'clock, it's going to come on? Yeah, I think uh, the pay-per-view is scheduled to start at 7. So I think the uh, Stevenson card and uh, everything will be starting around 4. So the Stevenson card, even if it went all the way 12 rounds, would probably be finished before the pay-per-view starts. So they're basically doing the okay. prelim style of it and uh, basically getting everything out the way and then just putting them together. So, uh, yeah, and you know what? You know, I think the Canadians over there don't have any problem with parting early and then, you know, yeah, making it back home uh, in time from wherever the venue's at to be able to get home and uh, catch up with the pay-per-view that'll be starting, you know, afterwards, because they still want to get those buys in. They still want to get those buys in for people who are uh, uh, paying for the fight to go to see Stevenson. Um, in fact, I wouldn't be surprised if they started at 3 o'clock just to have it that much, uh, just to give the uh, the people a chance to enough drive time to get home and be able to watch the pay-per-view. So, uh, the, the announcement time has not been 100% confirmed, but I've read, but I've seen that uh, they're planning to have it to be put out in that format um, before the pay-per-view kicks off. So um, prelim style, that's pretty good. I think it's a, I think it's a really smart move by Uncle Al, and I think that they're going to be able to uh, not think. I know for sure that they're going to be able to steal the boxing day that day because I think, um, you know, people, are, some people are looking at it like, um, oh, that fight that's being announced is going to, take away from Wilder Fury pay-per-view buys and it's going to take away from it by being on the same day. Not necessarily. And I think that either way it's a, a win-win for um, Wilder Fury and Joshua because the more numbers Deontay Wilder does with the Fury pay-per-view, it's going to look good for Wilder. And if Joshua wants to eventually get a bout with him and possibly change his um, payouts for the two or for Wilder, then, um, you know, I think that you know, whatever is good for Wilder is is, uh, is good for uh, Joshua as well. So I think this all works out pretty good, and it gives boxing fans um, with a loaded day. And, you know, it's just going to be one of those days where you got a long pay-per-view with four fights. Um, obviously, that's probably another reason they're having four fights. Drive time for people getting home. But, 
looks like Showtime Boxing is going to steal the steal the boxing month of that December because I don't know what else could combat with that. Uh, <laughs> but I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it. It looks like it's going to be uh, a fun field event and hopefully have a lot going on uh, uh, during that day as far as highlight material because that's what we're all looking for, some highlight material. But um, now moving along, I know, uh, Willa, you ain't really been active on Facebook, and I did not see uh, this one either. But the good thing about this one was it lasted less than 10 minutes, seeing Jorge Linares. Uh, getting in the ring with Abner Cotto. So many people are like Cotto. Yeah, he's Miguel Cotto's cousin. Um, had a fight on Facebook. Um, I've seen uh, mixed reviews from boxing fans. I just feel like it, it speaks more so to the demographic. Um, people are saying, oh, I'm at the bar, uh, and I can't see the fight because it's on fucking Facebook. Well, if you're at the bar on Saturday, pretty sure everybody else that's there is going to want to see college football. <laughs> you had people at Penn State camping out two days before just to get tickets to the game against Ohio State. You got, um, and that's just the, the the game of the week between two top tens. But you still got your uh, you still got your fan bases from whichever section of the map they're at, who also has a collegiate team that does well, and they're probably putting that on for Saturday. So I think that the gripes of, of, from those people is a little bit ridiculous. Um, to me, it, it speaks to the demographic, as I said, for those who aren't really ready for the ways of streaming. Uh, moving forward, it seems like everything's going to be put out streaming-wise. And I think the days of local listing and – having your, your your favorite channels and for a certain fight be taken away a little bit more and more. Um, hell, we'll go into the uh, Terrence Crawford fight in Omaha. My baby mama, Michaela Mayer, is going to be on there, but it's going to be on ESPN+. Plus. So, yeah, the, uh, uh, for those who don't have the special VIP treatment as me and Willa, you got to pay for this shit now. It's just the way it's moving towards the future. ESPN Plus, nine, uh, uh, granted, ESPN Plus is $5.99. is a difference from nine ninety nine. I don't care what nobody says. The uh, zone is really coming out and making some moves. I mean, as, I, I, as I've always uh, uh, spoken about, they got that big bag and they got a lot of money to play with. And from football games I was watching earlier today, Willa hit me with a text when I was on the NFL Network, switching through my 700 channels, going through the uh, games that started at 10. I've seen Michael Buffer with the zone commercials. And the zone, yeah, Willa, you, you know that they're spending their money pretty well, getting some uh, public awareness. Because I'm sure everybody sees D A Z N, and they're like, Dazen, uh, whatever, how do you pronounce it, whatever it is. Um, I think when it first came out, there was a guy over in the UK and said, coming from the start is the zone. And that's what Eddie's, uh, Eddie Hearn is doing and moving towards. And I know that they were planning on making it thirteen ninety nine, but, uh, you know, it, it's not that much. But the waves of, of streaming is the future. You, guys, you have guys who enjoy it. I like it. I don't have a problem with it. Some people have the smart TVs where you could – uh, have your phone compatible to what's playing on the TV. He, as we just mentioned a little while ago, he uh, 
said last time he was on ESPN Plus for the uh, Crawford Horn fight, I believe. He was doing stuff around the house and was just watching the fight with his earphones plugged in on his phone. Multitasking while watching boxing. But I think the people who have a problem with it, you know, just, you know, pump the brakes a little bit, get ready for this this transition we're going to go through because we are going through a transition and streaming will be able to take over. But long story short, Jorge Linares had his fight on um, uh, over on uh, Facebook. Now, last time Ryan Garcia had some good numbers on Facebook, um, but it was on a slow weekend. Let's not get it twisted. As I mentioned, Saturday, there's a lot of football and things like that going on. So that's going to take away from the audience. You know, man, though, that's just going to happen. But a drop from 1.5 million on ESPN, granted it was with, you know, Vasil Lomachenko, top five, top three, some debate, number one pound-for-pound fighter in the world, to 18,000 views on Facebook. That's a noticeable drop, man. And Jorge Linares was uh, moving up to 140, so this is his first fight as, uh, as far as moving up. He looks like a guy who will be able to fill out 140 pretty well. And I think that, you know, Linares, I was never really overly hyped on Jorge Linares like some people were. But, you know, I think he showed a lot of his skill that he possesses when he fought Vasil Lomachenko, uh, being the guy to knock him down. And, you know, it's it's mixed emotions because he's so much bigger, so much bigger than – He's so much bigger than Lomachenko and should have just bullied his little ass, but ended up getting stopped. But nonetheless, 18,000 views and not really much of an impressive number, a big drop, noticeable decline, things of that nature. Uh, Will, I know you said that you did not watch the fight that was on Facebook, but um, did you catch the uh, stoppage by by chance? Because we had um, an early third-round stoppage in this fight, and it seemed like to me, Abner Cotto was looking for a way to get out. Um, Jorge was chopping his ass up, and he goes to the old, hey, you hit me low, looking at the ref. And then Linares just put it on him, uh, which ensued to a tackle. Both fighters hit the floor. And then next thing you know, it's just uh, accumulated punches, being the determining factor of stopping in this fight. But did you uh, catch that uh, knockout material by Chance Willow? Because Jorge Linares looked pretty good for his uh, debut at 140. Well, I'm gonna. St- uh, I I did not check it out at all. When it comes to Linares, he's let me down time and time again. Mm-hmm. Um, unlike unlike Amir Khan, who he's very similar to. Um, very like skillful, like he's got everything, you know. Unlike Amir Khan, he has no fight in him. You know, Amir Khan will go to sleep. We've got guys yep. beating guys and taking knees when it's all, you know, when everything, when everything is up for grabs. We taking knees out here, so, you know. Uh, so this guy, I don't want to watch him, you know, because he always he's always going to look good until he quits, you know. Um, yeah, so I didn't watch it. I really could care less about Lenores at this point. You know, he's got to build. He's got to build it back up 
for me to be watching Facebook uh, on a Friday. I mean, yeah, on a Saturday night, my bad. Yeah, yeah. No, I hear, you. I hear. You. Um, I think I, I think a lot of people are just. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I haven't ran into anybody who's a. Oh, I'm a. I'm a big uh, I'm a big Jorge Linares fan. I'm pissed off that they're not playing this fight here at the bar. <laughs> uh, I don't think I met anybody like that. So uh, people that have an issue with streaming, I don't know. Willa, how do you feel about the whole streaming idea that's been put out there? Do you are you leaning a little bit towards uh, more favoritism for the the, the uh, streaming, or are you more the traditional want to uh, watch your your boxing on a local listing or or things of that nature on HBO, Showtime, or ESPN or something like that. I, how do you feel about the streaming uh, idea? Because at first, I'm not going to lie, I was a little iffy about it. Cause I don't know how this is going to work out, but um, I think it, I think it's done okay for it. So, uh, I, I mean, uh, early start, but I don't have an issue with it. Oh, no, I don't have a – I mean, I would rather just watch it on HBO and Showtime and ESPN and all that. Uh, but I have no problem checking out through other media sources. So, you know, no big deal. Like I said, you know, most of the shit I got to watch like that anyway because uh, I'm I'm not willing to pay for it or it's coming on. Yeah, basically I'm not willing to pay for it. That's the bottom line. So I've already adapted. Um, so, yeah, no, I see you. I see you. Um, big news coming out this week. Moving along, um, <clears throat> which I know struck people one way or another, based on the fact that a lot of people kind of grew up on this certain telecast. But HBO, the old classic HBO that people remember growing up watching boxing on, said that they're getting out of the boxing business. Now, I, I, I will obviously. You can't forget the telecast from HBO over the years. Um, the David Letterman scorecard. Um, everything and everything that's been produced by HBO over the years. They're, they're getting out of the boxing business. Um, <clears throat> I, I, I would take a guess of saying that maybe they're not being able to have certain uh, have a certain amount of money to put out content worthy enough to bring back some money. So I think that you know the HBO always has their series that do good numbers, and I think that their series are going to be their main cash cow profitable. Uh, I, I think that the 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 amount that they had to work with at HBO just wasn't bringing back enough bacon. Therefore. They're moving on in a different direction at the end of this year. And I've seen uh, reportedly that it might be, it's not out of the rules of possibility, the realm of possibility for going on the end of this year and one more year at the end of 2019. But that's still up for, you know, it's up for debate. Oops, it's not confirmed. Or, yeah. Yeah. It's not confirmed or denied at this point in time. Um, so, you know, 45 years of rich boxing history at HBO. Um, I know a lot of people are going to miss guys that they're certain fans of because you you got Jim Lampley, you got Max Kellerman, 
Lloyd Jones. And it's going to be hard pressed to see those guys. I don't think, I mean, if they wanted to get a job at Showtime, who's going to get the cut at Showtime? I think the Showtime telecast is really good. They have their, I don't think that they're willing to cut a guy for one of the guys at HBO. I think they're doing okay. Um, maybe a substitute for uh, some of the fights that like a Sugar Ray Sugar Ray would uh, uh, be commentating on. Great fighter, but terrible commentator. Maybe you could switch some of those guys out for some of the uh, some of the uh, PBC fights that are premiered um, that aren't some of the biggest fights and things like that. But you know the the, the rich history of HBO boxing established in 1973 looks like it's coming to an end. Um, so yeah, it, it's crazy, man. The, uh, the days of HBO boxing are done. A lot of people are, um, now looking towards, you know, what was your favorite memorable, uh, HBO fight? Because there's so many of them, you know, Floyd Mayweather, Diego Corrales, Gotti versus Ward one, Pacquiao Marquez one and four, Cotto Margarito one, Trinidad Hopkins, De La Hoya, um, against Quartre. Bradley and Provotnikov. I mean, there's been a lot of good fights at HBO, man. So I was um, I was a little bit on the fence when it struck me about this. I like HBO, and I think all competition brings out the best in every uh, every competitor. And um, now it's looking like basically ESPN, Showtime. And the zone. And top rank, obviously. Those are looking like the main hitters now. So HBO, they're going in a different direction. Getting out the boxing business. After the recent uh, commentary that they had for the Golovkin-Canelo fight, I'm sure a lot of Canelo fans were like, oh, I'm glad these guys are gone because they were, you know, so blatantly biased towards uh, uh, Golovkin in both fights, arguable for the first. But at least we won't have to deal with none of that other crap. You know, Jim Lampley, he's a guy that I guarantee if he could, he would be on some Marilyn Manson shit. And we all know why Marilyn Manson got that that that, that ribcage situation enabling his body to do himself some favors. That's what kind of guy Jim Lampley strikes me as. I won't be missing him. Won't be missing David Letterman. Roy Jones, I love Roy Jones. He's probably my favorite fighter growing up, and he's really good on the mic as well. Sometimes he'd be on that foolery, but, hey, you know, that's just going to happen when you're taking, you know, as much knockouts as Roy's had. I, I miss Roy. Hopefully he get a gig. Because he's really good. You know, I'm not going to miss Bernard Hopkins. I'm not going to miss any of those guys. Max Kellerman sucks, too. I'm not going to miss anybody at HBO. Um, except Roy Jones and some of the good fights they're able to put on. But I think now the time is the time is now. It's 2018, moving on to 2019. Uh, ESPN, big deal. Showtime, big deal. The Zone, really big deal. And Top Rank. It's always going to be a big deal as long as Bob Arum's still around. So, um, 
Uh, well, uh, it's a nostalgic feeling because we're of a HBO boxing fan that uh, that a lot of us have been growing up uh, on boxing for 45 years. Everybody's going to feel a certain type of way about this. Maybe I'm being a little harsh with the critique. I just don't like some of the commentary from some of the guys, including Max Kellerman and Jim Lampley, most of. But um, nonetheless, with, with that said, I'm still going to bottom line it and say that I'm going to miss HBO boxing. Um, it's going to be a lot different moving forward. But I think it will be all in the best interest. And if HBO, if you can't, you know, if you can't swim, as they say, you bound to drift down. Willa, when you sing this news about HBO getting out of the boxing business, your feelings towards that were what? Uh, my feelings were, actually, it was good. Um <laughs> Now, I don't really unnecessarily, and, and it's not for myself, I would prefer HBO to be around. You know, they've got a rich history. Uh, you know, Hagler, Hearns, uh, Leonard, Hagler, you know, all just, they got all kinds of history. Canelo, you know, a lot of history going on. And But in the fight game, as we see in the UFC, as we see, you know, wrestling, you know, the fewer, the better the talent, you know, and the ta- better the talent that has to fight each other in the same, you know, this, the fewer, um, you know, businesses or organizations, you know, the, the, the talent has to fight each other. There's no, there's no mm-hmm. dodging and ducking because you're on the other side. So, you know, with that being the day and age that, that we're in, in boxing, where people like, uh, man, why can't I think of his name? What's my man's name from uh, Dallas? Uh, Spence. People Earl. like Earl Spence can't say can't say he's on the other side. So we're gonna take care of this, and before we take care well, of he's that, he's on the other side, you know, man. I'm Dallas, Texas. Right. Yeah. yeah so you know, HBO. We we were surprised when they said they weren't gonna take the Kovalev rematch. Um, but I guess that's because they were, you know, they were getting out the game. They don't have anybody. Any, they didn't have anybody else. I think uh, Canelo and Triple G were free, or they were on their last fights, maybe. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I mean, you know they had they got but they got some they had. Yeah, they had some young fighters out there, man. So we'll we'll see where everybody goes. Um, I think you know Kellerman doesn't he work for ESPN anyway, so he can do something over there with them. Yeah. Uh, Roy Jones. Who knows what happens with him, but he's you know he's one of the best best of all time. So he'll be he'll be all right. Jim yeah. Lampley, I could really care I could really care less about him. So and Larry Merchant, you know we got yeah isn't uh yeah we got the famous you you don't uh, you ain't gonna do shit that from HBO with Larry Merchant. It's it's all been good. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's all been good memory, man. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see if Canelo, you know, Canelo is a free agent. He could still sign. That's what I'm hearing. They still maybe want to do another pay-per-view with Canelo. So we'll see how it goes, uh, and we'll see how long they last. But like you said, they've got they've got bigger things going on, like uh, next season of uh, King of the – what's it called? Game of Thrones. So have got bigger, bigger things going on than those bums beside, you know, that they have. Fighting on HBO. Not a lot of good fighters over there, man. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I, I, yeah, I, I yeah, take yeah, that back. Yeah. There's good fighters. There's not a lot of big name, not big name stars over there at this point. Yeah, I wonder how it's going to work out because I know Danny Jacobs still has like two fights left under HBO, which is obviously not going to get carried out unless they do go the rest of next year, which is looking like the lower chance of a possibility happening. But, um, yeah, man, with HBO being gone, it just leaves other doors open for more guys to meet in the middle, as you said. And now it's like uh, what's going to happen with the big stars like Canelo because I really doubt Canelo's going to do any business with Showtime because of, Golden Boy's history with Richard Schaefer and Al Heyman. How uh, Richard Schaefer basically stole all Oscar's talent while he's uh, playing in the pool of powder. And um, I really don't see any business being made with Showtime and Golden Boy's cash cow that is undeniable number one pay per view star in Canelo Alvarez because, you know, he's not going to want to work with somebody who screwed him over as bad as he did back in the day. So that's something to look, look forward to of what happens as far as moving forward. I think that, you know, it's more than likely that Canelo is going to be a guy that's going to be in the business with uh, 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 probably with Bob Arum in top rank um, or Eddie Hearn in the zone. So uh, that, that kind of leaves it open for um, what else we can do about where fighters go from here and there and, and things like that. So um, I, I'm really looking forward to what they're going to do for sure. Uh, because it, it only can be for the better, as we mentioned. It can only be for the better, man. Uh, everybody, uh, it's going to be more pie on the table for dudes. There's more money. There's more revenue. There's um, more than ever in boxing. A lot of people, I mean, I don't know how many times we say people think boxing is dead. Uh, but, you know, just, just like baseball, they're talking about Bryce Harper signing a $400 million contract. This money ain't falling from trees, folks. Everybody's eating over here, and they eating pretty good. So I think right now we don't have the big star like Floyd Mayweather, like Manny Pacquiao, like Miguel Cotto in his prime. Um, like during that era when we had those huh? same guys. You, you, had it, you had it. One guy didn't, uh, didn't really go with those other guys, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. Uh, how was it not? Miguel Cotto was number three uh, when it comes to pay-per-view sales during the 2011 time with Floyd and Manny. Undeniable. Canelo was four under him. So Canelo made his his money, and he was up there in pay per view numbers. Don't don't discredit him like you told me about uh, about discrediting your boy Donna Stevenson. Cotto was making money, man. No, no, he was making money fighting those other two guys. He was making money fighting those two guys above him, so that made him number three. Cotto fought everybody, so it don't matter if it was those two guys. Or everybody else that's online. Cotto fought everybody. Anybody remember when he fought Saddam Ali? Do you remember when he bought, fought Floyd Mayweather and Floyd Teddy <laughs> made him want <laughs> to retire? No, no, no. I remember Ali, boy. That's what I remember. I remember my I boy remember Ali Floyd giving him that work. Nose bleeding like crazy. Floyd Mayweather couldn't couldn't get his nose to stop bleeding. And said after the end of the fight, that motherfucker made me want to retire. I remember that fight. Oh, I do too. It was a good fight Cotto put up. He put up a good fight and got washed Thank in you. rounds to two. But but he put up a good fight in rounds to two. Stop it. Hey, speaking of Saddam Ali, you remember Jaime Munguia and Saddam Ali's fight? That was probably my favorite fight that I've seen in recent history. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't remember that. 
Yeah, you remember that one. I think that was I remember talking to you about that. I was that like set up. Beat the brakes off that man. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 all right, enough of the cheap shots. But yeah, man. Hey, with uh, with the way boxing is right now, we're doing okay, man. I'm telling you, everything's gonna be all right. Everything's staying gonna be all right. And I think uh, with the HBO uh, absence, only leads to better revenues, as Willow uh, said himself. Addition by subtraction, as a lot of us like to say. Now, um, one thing I want to get to that I don't think I told Willa about uh, leading up to topics of the show and things like that. Um, I guess we could kind of put it in here since I think we're going to finish off with the uh, Victor Ortiz uh, scandal going on to end the show. But, eh, might as well talk about it real quick um, since we did mention Floyd Mayweather's name. Floyd Mayweather's son is going to be fighting coming up this Saturday, Conor McGregor. I know you're not the biggest UFC fan, Willa, but did you hear anything about Conor McGregor getting in the ring with a, a guy, a Russian guy by the name of Ahmed uh, Nagodumerov? I'm shit like that. But uh, I guess Conor McGregor getting back in the ring after getting that $100 million from Floyd. Um, now, I don't know about you, but I've watched uh I've watched the last maybe three uh Conor McGregor pay per view. Nate Diaz one and two obviously watched those ones. Um then uh one before that he fought a guy that's from my hometown area or current town area that a dude I went to school with in Chad Mendes. Uh um so I watched that one. I don't think I've seen any other Conor fights. I think those are the main ones that I've watched recently. But anyways, Conor McGregor and uh, UFC, maybe uh, he put some of those uh, boxing skills on display that he, he showed against Floyd Mayweather looking like a poor man. Um, well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you want to call that fight and style he brought. But uh, Conor McGregor's fight coming up next Saturday. Will are you, are you entertained to see the Conor McGregor get back in a UFC ring? Because I think that a guy who took off as long as he took off made the money he made while everybody else is staying active and, and still fighting hungry as Dana White keeps his guys real hungry over there. I wouldn't, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to um, miss out on the opportunity of seeing Conor McGregor tap out again and have the internet memes roasting his ass on Twitter or, or even shit getting knocked out. I, 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 I'm, I'm always for seeing Conor McGregor take an L. So I'm definitely going to be looking forward to that fight coming on Saturday. You uh, have any kind of awareness of this fight, and uh, will you be tuning into Dana White's uh, UFC pay-per-view event that we do not have to pay for because of the VIP section that we have? Oh, yeah, I've seen uh, I've seen a little build-up to it. You know, Conor McGregor is a big name in uh, fighting after being blessed by uh, the biggest yep. name in fighting history, uh, Floyd Mayweather. Uh, Junior. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I see the fight. I, I'll probably check it out, you know, because it is free. And uh, see exactly what this man's got if he's the real deal. If he comes back and whoops this guy from what – I mean, I have no idea if the guy's any good. Uh, I mean, how good he is. They say he's good. They say he's supposed to have a chance. He's supposed to be some some tough guy, wrestling bear, uh, some tough. kind of wrestler or some shit. Yeah, so. I was just gonna mention that if you've seen his little video 
uh, when he was a kid wrestling bears and shit. And I said I meant, but his name's Kabi. My bad, I got that one wrong. Yeah. So, so yeah, some yeah, some Russian cat. Yeah, I saw the little. I saw a picture. I didn't see the video, but I saw like a little picture of it. And uh, yeah, man, uh, I'll probably check it out. Just like you said, just to see McGregor get knocked out. You know, one of the best things about Floyd Mayweather is a lot of his fans hate him, and that's what McGregor has has in me. So I'm not. Uh, I'll probably check it out. Definitely because it's free. Because it's that guy, and to see. Uh, See if he gets choked out or knocked out. Yeah, I'm always for that, man. If I can see the guy, uh, the white guy stealing Floyd Mayweather's image and getting love for everything Floyd is being hated for, if I can see him tap out or get knocked out, oh, yeah, I'm all for that. I like that. I'm all, I'm all for it. Never want to say I want to see somebody, you know, get the ass whipped, but I want to see Conor McGregor get his ass whipped. So <laughs> that's just the love or hate factor that Conor McGregor has. And, you know, there's no denying, you know, he's a big star. Uh, Dana White's got to be sleeping real happy at night. And um, so let's see if he's still got that that hunger in him when he was fighting for getting out of um, having food stamps and all that shit. See if he's still got that same hunger while he's been riding around on yachts acting like he's Scrooge McDuck. While everybody else, you know, they've been in the lion's den. Um, I I haven't really seen much from Khabib Nagadamerov, but um, I have seen, uh, you know, scouting reports on him as far as, you know, his best game is on the ground and also he's bigger. But, Willa, did you see any of the press conference that they had? Because I was watching the press that they had, I think, a week ago. Um, and you know, Connor, because Connor McGregor was the guy who was involved in that bus incident that we, that me and you self told the people ahead of time that was staged Hollywood style because people thought it was a real life thing, but that was just WWE UFC. Um, and, uh, Connor McGregor was the guy who threw that hand truck to Dolly through the window of the bus and which got a couple of UFC fighters, uh, cut eyes from glass and had to miss out on the fight and which Conor McGregor went to court for, and blah, blah, blah. But Khabib uh, was that guy who was in the bus that did not come out when Conor McGregor on his, was on his coke rampage. And at the press conference, you know, you got Conor McGregor. He's drinking whiskey. I forget what sort of liquor that he has, a, a, a new liquor that uh, he has in the works with. I forget the name of it. But, um, hey, Conor McGregor's taking shots with Dana White at the press conference, telling Khabib to his face, you know, you you hide behind women, and what happened happened because you're too fucking scared to get out of the bus. And Conor McGregor just basically doing his Floyd Mayweather impersonation that he always does. But when you look at Khabib, straight face, bigger than McGregor, doesn't look – I mean – I, I want to know if you've seen this, Willa, because of the body language. When, whenever you can see guys that are getting under the skin of people, it's really apparent. But I think that this Russian guy, I know he speaks English, so it's not like he, he's not comprehending. But he just looks like he doesn't give a fuck what Connor's saying. He's just looking at him like, yeah, whatever, you little clown. We'll see what's up come fight night. But I, for me, I don't know if I could be stone-faced like that when someone's talking that stupid shit because, you know, I'm a – I'm a person who, who, you know, 
I hold my emotions on my sleeve, man, and and I'm not gonna let somebody, you know, try to one up me, especially at a press conference talking some crazy shit. You know, I think he was getting racist. Um, he was talking about Khabib's family. He was talking about Khabib's trainers, and you know, calling them all pussies and and all this shit. You know how Connor gets down, but. Uh, I think the face-off with Dana White came out and said it was one of the darkest uh, press conferences he's ever been involved because of some of the things Conor McGregor was saying. And we know how um, he digs into that wishing well of, of things that irritate people. But uh, did you get a chance to check out the press conference or, or see any of it? Because I know it was getting some headline publicity from, like, shows for the mainstream audience of, like, Undisputed with uh, Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. But it made some waves, man, and I've seen – a lot more boxing pages that uh, are giving a lot of love to Connor. Maybe because you know he came into our world, had the balls to do that. But um, nonetheless, whenever he's in a press conference, he's uh, he has a lot of comedic relief for some guys in MMA who you know are really, 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 really stiff. Yeah, I did get to check out the uh, press conference. It looked uh, <clears throat> to me. Like Conor McGregor was a little, is a little nervous. He looked like he was sort of out of control. I don't know. It looked he's putting it on too thick for my, for me to, for me to right. enjoy. Like I said, I just want to see, I just want to see him get his ass whooped at this point. Um, this guy, whoever the guy is, like you said, he looks straight faced. He's hungry. Uh, he's straight from the from the war zone, so he's ready to fight him. Mm-hmm. So hopefully. He gets the win, um, but if not, Conor McGregor might be the real deal. Well, I won't say that. It's just showing us. They'll just be showing us how second class these uh, UFC athletes are. If Conor McGregor can take off and then beat the number one contender, uh, guy that's I think that's bigger than him, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, because UFC fighters and, and and media guys are talking, or not UFC fighters, but the media members of UFC are saying if he comes back and wins, he's the Michael Jordan of MMA. He's on his record, and Michael Jordan never had a loss in the NBA Finals, so I don't know how that comparison, you know, goes about. But uh, that to me, that's just that's just crazy. Uh, let's take it to Janelle. I know Janelle has a take on this one because he he knows the uh, he's in the mixed combat or mixed martial arts combat game, so to speak, as well. And uh, I want to get his take on that because I, I was watching the press conference and I was trying to read body language more than I was listening to Conor McGregor's uh, um, stand-up uh, comedic relief jokes that he has on amateur night. Um, you know what I mean? So, uh, 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 Janelle, if you're still with us, um, you had a, a – you you always have an interesting take when it comes to Conor McGregor on your social media. Um, I'm not so sure where you lay where you stand with him, but with this fight oh, involving Khabib, Nagurmedov, and Conor McGregor, maybe you could give us a little more uh, uh, detail into this fight as far as um, hey, maybe some of the uh, Outsiders Boxing Podcast fans going to be in Las Vegas during that fight week. Um, I know some people that'll be out there that check out the show and uh, maybe they want to put a little bit of coin on it. Uh, Janelle, your 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 thoughts on this uh, Conor McGregor Khabib Nagurmedov fight uh, next weekend is uh, of what, sir? Well, one thing I would say is, is is Khabib is the real deal. He definitely is. I mean, twenty six and zero. He's never lost in the amateurs. Twenty six and zero as a pro. I mean, the guy's been training for this shit his whole life. 
it's like the classic grappler versus striker, but in this case, uh, the grappler has a hell of a chin. You know, he's known for walking through guys' shots, and 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 Conor McGregor is not the best grappler in the world. I mean, Chad Mendes was a very small guy, basically took Conor down at will. It seemed like, and and Khabib is probably one of the best wrestlers in MMA. And wasn't that, I know guys, uh, wasn't that Mendes wasn't that Mendes fight with McGregor like two weeks notice or something like that too when he signed up for the fight? Yeah, it was, it was. But I can go both ways also. You got to keep in mind because McGregor did he did prepare for Jose, although he didn't prepare off for this guy that he fought. So right, you can go right, both right. ways also. But I mean, um, this fight. I mean, I know heavyweights personally who actually who actually wrestled with Khabib, and this is the guy feels like he weighs like fucking. Um, over 800 pounds lay on top of you. Um, the guy, um, he's known that when he gets guys on the ground, he keeps them on the ground and he just molds them, and he molds them, and and they don't get back up because he's, you know, I mean, he's, he's that vicious on the ground. So it's like McGregor's not gonna have an easy time, this guy. But again, I mean, if McGregor lands that straight left, I mean, Will Khabib, who is indestructible chin, I mean, I mean, think my, uh, we all thought Kovalev was indestructible until he ran to Andre Ward, and, and and then he got knocked the fuck out and they got hurt. And he was hurt mm-hmm. in the first fight. So it's like, it is what it is. But, I mean, it is intriguing. It has all the, re- all the right in the world. Everyone should be interested in this fight. I mean, Dana White is so happy this fight I made. I was so surprised that McGregor oh, yeah. this fight. I thought McGregor was ducking him for a very long time. Didn't want nothing to do with him. That's why he stayed out of the sport for so long. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I, miss, I, I mean, Styles make a classic fight. Uh, I know McGregor's going to want to keep it standing. And Khabib is a guy that he doesn't allow you to breathe. He's in your face constantly for the every second of the fight. So it's like, there's no way this fight's going to be dull. There's no way you're not getting your money's worth unless it's a quick, uh, easy fight. Oh, oh he's knockout or some or quick easy submission, which I don't think is going to happen. I think it's going to be your money's worth. It's, it, it's actually worth everything. Uh, Conor McGregor right now is at the point where his press conference is not like how it once was. At once, it was kind of funny-ish. It's like how Broner was. At one time, Broner was real funny, but after a while, it was like, hey, you want somebody to knock him out now? Because it's like, okay, enough is enough. And yeah. that's what Conor McGregor's last press conference was like. It was just like, okay, enough is enough, man. It's just like, I'm now you just want to see him get his head knocked off. But on the same note, he got guys paying to see him lose. It's like a Mayweather did late in his career. You know I mean? And he got guys paying to see him hopefully get his ass beat. Yeah, I mean, so that's how Broner, Broner early in his career, it was kind of funny with the whole can man thing, and he got on his knee and asked his wife to brush his hair. We thought he was going to propose to his wife. It was funny at first. I mean, after a while, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, sit your ass down now. I mean, damn, sit your ass down because you just, you just look ridiculous now. And that's and that's exactly McGregor right now. It's just like, ew. It's just, ew, you want to see him get his ass beat. And if anybody could do it, it's Khabib. So that's why this fight sold out in three minutes. I couldn't even get a fucking ticket. I looked on there like hourly. That still sold out. That still sold out quick. I mean, Man. guys want to see. Yeah, there's no, there's no denying the. And if Khabib gets McGregor down sure. early, if if Khabib gets McGregor down early, he's not getting back up. He's going to take a serious ground pound. And Khabib even wants to submit him. I think Khabib just wants to like just pump him on the ground and just like bust his face up. And I said, Khabib is a serious. I mean, that's a serious dude. He's one of no nonsense Russian guys and. I mean, the guy, uh, and he's also Muslim, and, and Conor McGregor uh, 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 bad mouth his faith or whatever. 
So like, yeah. I think Khabib really wants to pump. He really wants to. <laughs> it's like Ali saying, "What's my name? What's my name?" Beating up the guy saying, "What's my name? What's my name?" And didn't want to even knock him out. He was just tagging him, just like enough to tap him and bust his face up, and, and let him survive a few rounds. And that's exactly what I see Khabib doing, if he is given the opportunity. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, Janelle, I know you're a man. You should read body language as much as we can whenever we see these press conferences. Just to finish in touch. Finish the touch up on this, um, or actually, I, I'd like to uh, put in real quickly. Uh, you know, he said that people are going to get their money's worth. Not a quick submission, but if if, if Khabib was to get Conor down and make him tap out in ten seconds in the fight, I'm down. <laughs> you know, what I mean, I, I don't think I, I don't think Khabib's doing that. I think Khabib really wants to pummel him and get him on the ground. I think he really wants to pound him in his body, pound him, pound him, and make his face turn bust up. I don't think he even wants to submit him early. I mean, I mean, it's gonna be interesting. It's an interesting fight, man. It's interesting. I mean, it's interesting. And anybody knows Khabib? Khabib is not that serious of a one punch knockout guy. And he will basically maul you. I mean, he will maul. He will. He will maul the hell out of you. And Conor is not the best wrestler in the world. So if he gets him down, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be a long night. That's what's up. That's what's up. I'm glad you brought in that insight because. Um, all I've seen with Khabib is, you know, some serious submissions, breaking guys' arms and shit like that, and wrestling bears when he's a kid. So you brought in more of an insight that I'd like to uh, – a little bit more looking forward to the fight now. So I'm definitely going to be paying attention to that one. But before we get out of here, guys, we got to talk about this real quick because I think it's a big deal that needs to be talked about as far as where we're at at this point in time in the day and age. And um, just to keep it fair <sighs> – I always throw shots at Oscar De La Hoya whenever I could get a chance. Um, you could call me the J.R. Smith of taking shots at Oscar De La Hoya because I've never seen a shot that I don't like that I could take at Oscar De La Hoya. But I don't know if you guys heard about the news of Victor Ortiz over the, <laughs> over the time. <sighs> it looks like Victor Ortiz had a bout coming up uh, that we all remember being listed with uh, John Molina. Uh, John Molina Jr., uh, Victor Ortiz, on three count, three accounts of rape, turned himself in, was wanted by the uh, Oxnard Police Department, turned himself in. And, I mean, some of the stuff that um, was put out as far as, you know, some of these allegations was kind of crazy. Like, um, I... <laughs> I mean, some of this stuff is, like, real gruesome, man, as far as sticking your 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 whole hand in someone. Like, I mean, this is not your regular Donald Trump grabbing by the pussy. This is some some dark shit by Victor Ortiz, man. I mean, uh, I, I'll take it to Willa first, and then Janelle, you can copy on it more than uh, more, uh, go into it in more detail if you like. But, I mean, when I heard about this news, I was uh, really thrown off. Because sometimes I think, I always look back on Victor Ortiz and think, what if he never headbutted Floyd Mayweather and just continued fighting the dogfight type of a fight that he had with Floyd Mayweather? Could something have happened with him getting the W in that fight? Maybe. Uh, maybe not. But, you know, his career just took a really bad turn ever since that, that headbutt with Floyd. And I feel like right now he's he's hit rock bottom. Um, back to, Getting out of his fight and, you know, raping bitches and, and and just some of the stuff that's out there on this guy. Um, it's got to be a real dark moment for Victor Ortiz and the household of Victor Ortiz because 
a guy who, I mean, leading up to the Floyd fight, he was like that guy who, oh, he, he should have never made it here, um, you know, had issues with his family and was the only one taking care of the household. Well, his parents were who knows where. He was a really good uh, a story upbringing. I was talking to our New England correspondent, Kevin Blatt, about it. Um, Kevin Blatt's been meaning to call on the show, but he just, you know, he's on the road and busy. But uh, I was talking to him about it, and, uh, you know, it wasn't too surprising to, to Kevin Blatt. He's always seemed like a, a off dude, but this right here is just it's real egregious. And um, even, even it's, it's, it's to the point to where I, I, I want to throw some comedic shots at Victor Ortiz, but it's just it's that bad. Well, when you when you see some of the stuff that's involved with Victor Ortiz, I mean, obviously I didn't cover the uh, three accounts because, you know, who, if it's three accounts of sexual assault, I don't think that you need to get into too much detail of which one's which one, which one, but because they're all bad at the end of the day, and some of them are freakishly bad, but Victor Ortiz, what's this guy? I mean, have we seen the last of Victor Ortiz? Is he done for? Or do you expect to see him back in the boxing ring? Um, maybe some some sometime down the road, two years from now, three years from now, something like that. Uh, is Victor Ortiz really hit rock bottom and done for in the sport? Oh yeah, definitely. I don't. Uh, I'm not. I, I'm not. I don't know the whole story of what happened or what he's. I know that he's uh, been charged a forcible rape. Like, you know, like the real deal. So, you know, not drugging, not any kind of foolery, something, you know, like all the way. So, you know, in 2018, you're out of there. Um, not only should he go to jail, he should, I mean, if if true, this is alleged. We don't know if it's true or not, but if true, he'll be out of here, and that's what he deserves. So, you know, what a fall. You know, he went from dancing the stars to this. Hey, man, he had his chance. He blew it. Out here, you know, taking, taking pussy. That's not really a player. So, uh, hopefully, yeah, it's, it, it, it's just terrible. It, it really is for a guy like Victor Ortiz. Now, I'm not one to talk about guys' looks or anything like that. But when you got money, you're on TV. You shouldn't be having to rape no bitches. They should be flocking to you. I mean, you know, guys who don't have that kind of advantage on. Other guys are doing pretty well for themselves. I'm just saying. Janelle, real quickly, if you'd like to comment on Victor Ortiz before we wrap up and uh, talk about what's coming for Wednesday. Well, I mean, like I'm, I say all the time, I mean, you don't, I'm not quick to believe these women when they say that a professional athlete raped them or anyone raped them. I mean, because, I mean, women have to get money, man. You got this Alana Jackson who back in 1994 stated about how Tupac raped her, such and such, and behind. And when she stated back then, she stated about how he shoved her head to the floor onto the bench and we do everything together. And I, and after all these years later, about a few months ago, she came out and said, and she made some other story that was the exact opposite. She made a story like a three times an interview on Vlad TV. And everything she stated was the, it was not, it was not what she said in 94 in that statement. It was obvious that bro was just trying to get money. It, it happens all the time. So it's like, I, I'm not quick to call a man guilty or whatever. I mean, some women out there notice that these guys are professional athletes. These guys make money or whatever, and it's a quick come up. I mean, so it's like I'm not I'm not quick to call this man a rapist or whatever. Say whatever happened to him. Then I want to hear the facts. I want to hear facts. I want I want to hear 
of her statement and what exactly happens with the gush. I know even that stripper that um a DMX smashed back in '98, and she came out said about how he supposedly raped or whatever, and the, and then the truth aired out. Even that year, the truth aired out exactly what happened. <laughs> so it's like I'm not quick to fucking bash a guy and say and say he's a rapist yet. No, I need more. Good point. I need more good point, man. That. Good point. That needs that needs to be put in there. Good point. But um, well, uh, well, uh, before we wrap it up and get out of here, anything you uh, want to touch on before we get ready for the uh the wrap up show that we or preview show that we got coming on Wednesday. Well, if not, then then uh, I think we're good to go. Here. Oh, I want that. He's off. I want to. Yeah, I think uh, I know our time's coming up here. So Janelle, I want to thank you for coming on. Always appreciate it, brother. I'll talk to you on Wednesday, and we'll stay in touch and and talk about everything that's coming up, especially the Connor fight on Saturday. Uh, from Janelle, Willa, myself, we are the Outsiders Boxing Podcast, and we'll be back with y'all on Wednesday, man. Much love to everybody rocking with us. We rocking with you. Have that Monday start off to be better than last Monday, and. For everybody out there, appreciate you. Share, review, like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, from Janelle, myself, and Willa, outside of Boxing Podcast, we'll be back to y'all sooner rather than later. Y'all take care, have a blessed evening, and we'll talk to y'all again sometime. We out. Mama, I love you. P.O.P. All the It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.